Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I want thank the following Patreon listeners. Bookworm, Mike's Mind, Fairy Tale, Gregory Larson, Acer Tolentino, Fabian, Ernest A. Carafa, Terry G. Moore, David Bellinger, and Robert Faulkner. Thanks for helping us search for the City of Gold. The mayor has announced that ancient gold relics have been discovered, washed up on the shores of the mighty river. Surely, he declares, this is proof that the mythical city of El Dorado is waiting to be discovered within the jungle surrounding them. I mean, if we wanted safety, we would be flying to Hindenburg through the river, but I I wanted the adventure. Teeth. That's fish okay. with teeth in the Amazon. Lots of them. I think... Piranhas. I, I, was, I was at it. Oh, I was, <laughs> yes, piranhas. Welcome back, listeners, to the Fandible Actual Play Podcast. My name is Angela, and I am so excited to be here for the first time in a long, long time, leading Fandible once more into the Hollow Earth. Woo! Oh, yeah. What is the Hollow Earth? I don't remember this game. It's been so <laughs> long. Is this the one where we use uh, ciphers to fight dinosaurs? Definitely not. Ah, oh, damn. You Alas. lied. <laughs> no, no, I did not lie. There Dino- may, in fact, be dinosaurs. There could be dinosaurs. There will not be ciphers, however. No, Hollow Earth Expedition is a game that we used to play here on Fandible rather regularly and then fell off because, I don't know, I guess we play a couple of other games, like one or two others. Well, with Unhollow Metropolis, I think we're down to like maybe one game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this is not a return to that original story. This is a case where one of, uh, where David unfortunately can't join us today. He is ill. So best wishes out to David from the future past sort of thing, depending on when this is airing. Um, but I just ran this scenario at Dreamation in New Jersey over uh, the previous weekend. Uh, so we had this ready to go and I was like, let's play. And everyone humored me. So I thank you all for that very, very much. I have a feeling that we're going to like open up a door and there's going to be like a cowboy on top of like a hunched back uh, rock monster and like a, a little crane the brain like uh, <laughs> filmmaker in your belly. And he's like, Doctor, this is not what you said it would be. <laughs> and that that's the resolution you get from our game in Hex. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to read my little opening flavor text and then we will go around the table and you can introduce yourselves and your characters. How does that sound? Welcome to Brazil, 1936. It's a time of great uncertainty in the South American country. The people grow disillusioned with their revolutionary leader, as Vargas prioritizes the needs of industry above all else. Might a new revolution be on the horizon? This industrial drive threatens the greatest natural wonder of Brazil, and perhaps all of South America, the Amazon rainforest. This vast jungle is still a mystery to much of the world, with large areas still unexplored by non-natives, both by air and by ground. Fifty miles along the Amazon River lies the provincial town of Monte Alegre, a tiny speck on the map with no tourism or industry to speak of. It's an entirely forgettable place, except the mayor has announced that ancient gold relics have been discovered, washed up on the shores of the mighty river. Surely, he declares, this is proof that the mythical city of El Dorado is waiting to be discovered within the jungle surrounding them. A new gold rush is in full swing as treasure hunters, archaeologists, and adventurers of every sort from around the world have suddenly descended upon Monte Alegre. The local economy is booming for the first time in recent memory. So far, no one has struck it rich, and in fact, more than one party has entered the jungle and never been seen again. But as they say, 
Fortune favors the bold. So starting from my left, introduce yourself and your character. Hey everybody, this is Billy, and no one's bolder than Reginald Bishop the Fourth. Reginald was a um, is a veteran of the Second Anglo-Afghan War, where he he uh, found adventure and, of course, honor in the battlefield. <clears throat> now that was some time ago, and he has had many adventures since, including two marriages. Let me tell you, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, a bit of uh, he found his weakness, which was finally time. And, uh, he watched his lovely wife, Annabelle, uh, she slipped, uh, uh, he watched her suffer, uh, for quite some time for, from the, uh, from uh, tuberculosis. And he told himself that when he would get sick, he would not sit there nursing like a baby on a maid's teat. No. He would go out. And make a name for himself once more. And thus he has uh, bequeathed his vast fortunes uh, for one last expedition. He spared no expense. And that's why he's gotten the finest uh, security. And the finest uh, archaeologists. And, and, and we have met in this town where he has, he's flown out several media people in order for them to get uh, a starting preview of the, the search for Alderaldo featuring Reginald Bishop the fourth. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Craig Trammell, uh, about 30-ish year old uh, African-American gentleman. I used to live in New York City. And in New York City, not really wanted to stretch my hand out there and try this whole uh, getting land farming thing. I moved over to Texas. In Texas, I had staked my claim, had some land. I was going to live that American dream that people just kept talking about. And then, you know, the storms happened, animals died, banks said, screw you. And I was stuck with nothing. I could have gone home, back to my parents. But I decided, no, I'm going to try out my hand at adventure. No, that's not true. I just need money. I really need money. I'm really poor. So I decided to head off to South Africa. South Africa. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, you could have. <laughs> Didn't work out there. <laughs> Didn't work out at all. War crimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I fled to Argentina. <laughs> as one does. I'm just going to throw out there. African-American guy in South Africa in yeah. 1936 yeah, is right, not a right. half no, no, place. No, no. South America is what I meant to say. Yeah. So I headed off to South America. To uh, show my, because I was very skilled with my two, uh, my two weapons, Nancy and Lucy. Now me, Nancy and Lucy are really good at two things, finding money and killing people. What are Nancy and Lucy? You just said two things. <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, they're two cults. Cult revolvers. <laughs> For a second, I thought religions. <laughs> wow. Uh, he's, he's talking waifus. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they shoot, they say, senpai, please. But yeah, so I am now in uh, South America, uh, lending out my services to the highest bidder in order to a get paid and help them with whatever shenanigans they get into. He was the most ex- expensive gun uh, slinger that I could find. Just the best. <laughs> All right, and uh, hey guys, this is Dan. Pause for applause. All right, thank you, thank is you. The Dan, the creator of Three Goblins in a Trench Coat, available on Patreon. Never heard of him. <laughs> 
And uh, I am playing uh, a character who's for whom I should have made up a name before starting talking. I'm going to say his name is Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy the Archaeologist. Uh, he comes from a, a long line of teachers and researchers. Uh, and he's, uh, he's you know, he, he, he really, he lives to discover. He lives to, uh, to, to, to make... Uh, uh, known to the world what the past was like because it's it's an adventure every time it's like looking into a book except the book is written in pottery shards who wouldn't be excited about pottery shards anyway so uh, he's he's he he dreamt he dreamt of someday going down and exploring the 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 the, the natural world of the the amazon and, and and learning how people have lived there for for thousands maybe maybe hundreds of thousands of years who knows maybe we'll know especially now this old guy is just giving me so much money to go down there and look through the pottery shards my first recommendation was elizabeth heron uh, but then she said she couldn't, so she sent me to Tom uh, Solkwick, and he said he knew exactly who to go with. Brendan Thompson. And Thompson, he's dead, so I found someone who had a very similar-sounding name. And then he's also dead, so I went with the one that his widow recommended. Which was her nephew. Which yeah. was her nephew, <laughs> Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Oh, wait, what did I say? You said Jeremy. Yeah, you know what? Jeremiah yes. Hertzberg. Yeah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Hertzberg. There we go. Jeremy is, short, is uh, for friends. Yeah. All right. So you are gathered on the banks of the mighty Amazon River. Here it's less mighty and more just a really big stream. The water's fairly clear here. It's not moving very fast. So in some ways, this is this once was an ideal port town along the river. Uh, but of course, as times change, people's needs have changed. And so the town of Monte Alegre has not seen as much activity recently. Uh, but you are gathered now along the banks of the river uh, where, where Reginald has brought his hired media. It's like one camera guy, right? Uh, and a reporter. And a reporter. I, I flew. The guy didn't want to come out, but then I was like, I paid for everything. <laughs> um, so there's a reporter from like Times and a, a lo- they brought in a local photographer. Okay. And I'm standing in front of a boat or? Yes. Yep. You've, you have chartered a boat. Uh, it is loaded up with supplies. Uh, the, the boat? Kind of took a little, it looks a little bit more beaten up. The supplies, though, are stellar. And I'm standing in front of, like, the boat, like, you know, trying to pose as much. I'm in that classic safari gear, like the hat, the the khaki shirt and shorts. Uh, I have, like, veins, like blue veins running down all my limbs. But, uh, you know, I look very old, but I'm standing there. And I also have a cavalry saber, a saber hanging from my belt. And occasionally I'll rip it out and, like, wave it around. And then I said, uh, the boat does, is not important. It's the supplies. I mean, if we wanted safety, we would be flying to Hindenburg through the river. But I, I wanted the adventure. And let me introduce you to my colleagues who will be coming with me on this, this amazing, amazing life's changing event. Uh, we have uh, Jeremiah Hertzberg. He's a renowned archaeologist. Uh, Jeremiah, say hello to the reporter. Uh, Jeremiah was facing off to the side because he was uh, getting a, a snack from one of the locals. Uh, and he kind of just looks up with a, a stick and what appears to be a, a lightly grilled grub at the end. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> That's the picture that's going up on the front page. Uh, hi, I'm 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 tra- trained archaeologist. I'm, I'm here to to uh, archaeologize. I mean, study uh, the the things. He's very good at pottery. He likes to shot himself all the time. <laughs> now we have a, a, a master gunslinger, a man of great renown. He he traveled through through the Midwest in the Dust Bowl, stopping bandits along the way. An American hero uh, himself, Craig. 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 Tremor. Tremor. Craig Trammell. That's exactly the, <laughs> that's what happened. No, There's the like a guy behind him. The, ca- <laughs> the camera moves over to... <laughs> no, it's like... Uh, Tom Subjects. Well, he's dead. We couldn't hit him. Well, who the hell do we have? <laughs> Craig Tunnel. That's terrible. <laughs> Craig Trudeau. <laughs> the camera switches to uh, Craig trying unsuccessfully to talk to a woman. Uh, the woman, uh, he's there just being a charm. He's like, so I'm just thinking, you know, after this trip is done, I'm probably going to be flushed with cash if you want to. And all you hear her say is, you know, you know, habla inglés, lo siento. You know, habla, que, no. Except in Portuguese. French, 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 French. <laughs> <laughs> French? French. Angela, you don't know. She's a, she could be an adventurer, too, from Spain. I forgot. I forget. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, she, she is a Spa- I am fighting the Spanish here. <laughs> Reginald? Reginald? <laughs> Whatever language she's speaking that I don't understand. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, she he assumes it's French. I assume it's French. Oh, <laughs> so you speak the language of love. <laughs> que pasa? <laughs> you all are impossible. The reporter makes notes of the names, obviously is uh, looks a little bored, uh, and definitely is not prepared for the heat. I mean, you are in the tropical rainforest. It is hot and muggy. It is early in the day, but still the sun is high enough it, that it's just beating down on all of you. Uh, so it is quite warm. And this uh, reporter from New York is not used to this sort of, of heat and humidity. Well, I'd get my get my adventuring fan. And well, somebody like a hired hand runs up and he just waves it in my hand. It's okay to say like I have a couple of hired hands. Like I just didn't... And we can get rid of them later on, but yeah. Yeah, throw them off the boat within the first five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's, that's going to happen because I hate nice. keeping track of it. You, you, do, you know, four places to get rid of them. Hands. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a couple hired hands, and I'm like, and with that said, ladies and gentlemen, I will not return unless I bring forth the great truth of the jungle, El Dorado. Yeah, that's the Fountain of Youth, right? Uh, no, no, it's a city of gold. Oh. Gold. Why would that be in the Amazon? Well, you see, uh, 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 Jeremiah! Jeremiah! Mm, yes? Tell them why you think El Dorado's in the Amazon. It's actually really unlikely. There is probably no such thing as El Dorado. <laughs> no! Can I, 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 I <laughs> nudge him with my cane. Uh, <laughs> There has been artifacts that uh, no one has uh, has ever seen before that washed up on these shores. Gold, uh, heads made of gold with giant eyes, rumored to stare deep into your soul. These, I spoke with the mayor briefly, and he let me have a, a gander at these. Looking at these, 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 these faces, these sculpted of gold faces, it was a bonding moment. I knew just then that this was the way to El Dorado. I knew just then that 
El Dorado was my destiny. And is the, uh, is, have any of you seen these golden heads? I, I wouldn't have. Yeah, probably, yeah. No. <laughs> the mayor has no, not yeah, shown. No, no. The, the mayor is very in particular on who gets to see these. They actually take took quite a sizable donation from myself in order to get five minutes with them. But I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, that I... It was a profound experience, and one that we are all experience when I bring everyone their own golden head. Ladies and gentlemen... Adventure calls. And I swiftly turns around on my heels and march up the. No, I don't march up. I pull up my saber and I sto- I and I just like storm up the plank on the boat, kind of like uh, that uh, arsenic and old lace. <laughs> George! George! And then I. And it's a very small plank, so I stop and I. I it's a very. I waddle down like, the little <laughs> stairs. Like my assistants help me, and, and then I just kind of sit down on a chair that they've like dusted off for me, and then the fans continue. So Jeremiah kind of stands there for a moment. Like, I, I really wish he'd let me see the, the golden heads I am after all, an archaeologist, and maybe I could have. Det- oh, we're, we're leaving. <laughs> Bye. And uh, yeah, he's, he makes his way out to the boat. Make up. I go to the camera. Like, and if you need the services of Craig Trammell, a uh, sharpshooter extraordinaire, you can find me at that shack. And I walk up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Don't die. I actually do because that's a better story. <laughs> Ouch. And the uh, Reginald gives the order, and the boat sets sail up the mighty Amazon River. Well, this reminds me of my time on the Fortune and Glory. It was sunk. No survivors. I was the only one. That's the third story you gave us where you were the only survivor. What can I say? I know how to survive. I cling to life like a Reese's monkey. So, mate, don't you worry. If something were to go wrong here... I will live to tell your tale. Mm-hmm. Great. Just great. That is ominous. Very ominous. <laughs> and as you sail up the Amazon River, uh, your boat, it is is—it is a, a motorized boat. You have an engine. And it's a d- d- okay size for the, the five of you total, the three of you plus your two hired hands, Reginald. Uh, there is a small cabin area. There's only three hammocks. Only three of you can be inside and comfortable at any given time. But then you've got a fairly wide open area on the deck. And aside from the heat and the humidity, uh, this is a, a lovely adventure as you uh, very quickly are out of sight of Monte Alegre and you are just surrounded by this incredible jungle. The trees just stretch up for hundreds of feet. A solid green canopy soon closes over your head from the trees meeting over uh, above you. There's all kinds of bird song. And uh, every time that the, uh, the, the wind blows through the trees, you're just assaulted with this uh, amazing aromatic sense of the flowers of the jungle. And it's, it's really is a serene, just, just sit standing here listening to the sounds of nature. It makes one wonder. Why you haven't set, set up my photographs, Willard? And they, they, they put like a record player down. They put a chair down. And uh, Pirates of Panzance, a record. And I am a very model of a modern man in general. <laughs> and he's just like, you know, waving around like a sherry as he's just... He's just having the time of his life. You're pretty sure that there's no way in hell you're going to find the lost city of... Uh, Al Dorado, especially since he he said that when he first hired you, you were looking for Atlantis, 
and then you're looking for the lost uh, 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 the well of Fountain of Youth. Now it's El Dorado. So you feel like this man is just here to have his own adventure. Oh, yeah. You know what? It's a paid vacation for us, so I'm fine. So as your first day on the river goes on, it is early afternoon. You've been out there for a couple of hours now, haven't seen, certainly have not seen any indications of El Dorado or really any other treasure or civilization even. You are deep enough in the jungle now that you don't see any other signs of people. I need everybody to give me a perception roll, difficulty two. Perception is one of your secondary attributes, as a reminder, and with attribute rolls, you cannot take the average. Nice. Two. Six. One. Well, uh, two is uh, is good. You you will see this, but uh, Jeremiah sees yeah. it from like a mile away. Yeah, he, he's like hanging from like the, the bow of the ship. He's like <gasps> wide eyed, like a kid gone to Disney World. And what you see, Jeremiah, is that the water under the boat is growing rough. And uh, as the, it's, you know, it's, it's right under you, it's just starting, and then you see it ahead for, you know, maybe a hundred feet or so, mm-hmm. where the, the water is just out of nowhere growing darker and rougher. And as the boat gets closer, you see a school of fish is swarming in this area. And then a few of them even begin to jump out of the water. And especially when they start jumping out of the water, uh, Reginald, you are noticing this this rougher waters. I say that well, Ed, make sure that you keep a stern hand on that wheel. Yes, sir. They got those those rapids ahead, or are they those? Wait, wait. Oh, fish! Oh, look at them go! Look at them go! That's uh, that's so many of them. Oh, wait, what kind of fish? I remember reading about this. What kind of fish are in the Amazon? Uh, let's see. There's no, not salmon. That's a lot of that's teeth. Teeth. That's fish a- with teeth in the Amazon. Lots of them. I think. Piranhas. I, I was. I was had it. Oh, I was. <laughs> yes, piranhas. Uh, Reginald, he um, he. That's adorable. <laughs> He he pulls out his cavalry saber, saber, not like it'll be much help, and he uh, and then he tosses a glance towards uh, uh, the security and says, "Mr. Trammell, yes, uh, uh, we, we are being uh, uh, waylaid by piranhas. I need you to look up in the trees to to shoot at any birds, see if you can get this water a little bit murkier and a little bit more exciting to eat than us." Fair enough. Uh, Climb yeah. up a nearby tree. Why not? That is an interesting strategy. I like it. So you want to? I mean, you're in a boat in the middle of the river. Uh, I'm just going to shoot up. See if I can see up. Do I see a bird? <laughs> <laughs> I will say yes. There are definitely plenty of birds around. I'm going to go for the slowest looking bird I can find and just shoot it down. All right. G- give me a, a roll. Like, are there any ostriches up there? Something big. <laughs> <laughs> I think I finally find it. I'm following my... <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a bright red macaw parrot. All right. I feel bad for killing a parrot. I'm not killing a parrot. <laughs> he just ordered a man to do it. So. All right. So I'm going to... I don't need to shoot twice. I don't need to shoot twice. Just well, actually, what is, your, what is your firearms? Uh, my firearms is six. Yeah. You don't even need to roll for this because this isn't like... So describe being a, a hot shot sharpshooter. I, I turn to... Oh, what's, your, what's your character's name again? Reginald! Reginald. I turn towards Reginald. Yes, sir. And I go to the front of the ship. 
I look up at a various birds. I look at one that one bird that looks like has a bit of a punch that had one too many seeds. I slowly raise up my gun. My my uh, tongue comes out to the right side of my face. Mm, bang! And you hit the red macaw, mm. and it falls into the water. The blood immediately starts seeping out in the the rapidly roiling water. And yes, some of the fish, the piranha, as was very accurately deduced, swarm. The macaw parrot. And I'm assuming every other bird just explodes. <laughs> yes, yes. And with the sound of the gunshot, other animals take off. Uh, but here's the thing. These piranha are, and and perhaps Jeremiah be the one to really know this, even yeah. though he couldn't come up with the name. You still know yeah. a couple of things about piranha. Uh, these are like between one and two foot long fish. Huh. Piranha are usually six to eight inches. Yeah. So they make really fast work of the parrot that falls in the water. Within a minute, it's bone. Wow. So, wow. Look at look at those boys go. I've never seen piranha go that fast. Well, that big. When I was traveling down the Nile, we had to shoot at a crocodile, and that got their attention. Absolutely. Unfortunately, I don't think there's any crocodile, or any, perhaps there's a giant cat we can shoot somewhere. <laughs> like, my character's just, like, looking around for, like, monkeys, or, like, you know, classic, like, not even, like, not even thinking about conservative uh, ideology here. Well, let's do our first roll for initiative here. Alright. Mm-hmm. So initiative is another one of your secondary oh, attributes. Oh, three. The best I could possibly do. Nothing. Best I could possibly do, apparently. Four. Damn. Yeah, uh, the archaeologist has a stupid high initiative. Yeah, initiative yeah. and perception are, like, huge for him. Mm-hmm. Alright, and uh, the fish. What did they go at? The fish go before you, Craig. Of course they do. They got, you know, fins. They can swim. It's great. All right. So, Jerry, these piranha are jumping out of the water. Some of them are even slamming into your boat. Mm-hmm. And the, your footing, the footing for everybody is becoming very unsteady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's gonna, uh, grab hold of something, you know, with, with one hand. And, uh, with the other, he's going to grab a, Whatever's handy, you know, whatever improvised just stick he can he can grab around and just try and swat away at any any fish that managed to hop onto the onto the deck. He's certainly not leaping into the water. Ah I'll take you down. Uh, so. I'll say that there's probably an emergency set of oars. That yeah, seems reasonable yeah. and yeah. not something you need to spend a style point on. Alright. Uh, so yep, you uh you grab one and uh you want to is, is this just Defending yourself, or do you want to aim for one of these fish that's coming out to actually make an attack? Roll? I think he's mostly defending himself. Okay. He's just like, ah, oh, well, these are getting a little bit too close. Let me get something just in case sure. one comes right at me. But otherwise, he's just on the defense. All right. And actually, that is a stat to or a actual combat maneuver. Mm-hmm. So uh, total defense, you will get a plus four to your defense rating. Okay. Then so that's if mine. something does attack you, all right, um, you'd get to roll whatever your defense is. Uh, to the total defense. Yes. All right. And uh, then add four to it. Nice. Four extra dice. Nice. So if a fish comes at you. So my total defense right now is effectively, normally it's five, so it's effectively nine. Yes. Now. Nice. All right. All right. And now Reginald. Oh, Reginald's on the bow of the ship. Bow's the very end, right? Uh, no, the bow is the front. Yeah, that's a man. No, he's on the bow of the ship with his like saber out, uh, acting like this is one of the best glorious battles. He's like reliving something from the Second Anglo-Afghan War. It's like forward, and yeah, I guess I'm going to do like total defense myself. Okay, and then uh, 
here come the fish that are going to start attacking. And so I have uh, going to basically have a couple of mobs here. So they're going to come after you. And first they are going to go after uh, Dan. Yeah. Um, I really don't. Th- well, actually, no, you get to roll against this. It's like, right. Theoretically, you could roll really poorly and they could beat you. Yeah. They were pretty good. Yeah, they four? were pretty good. Four, four. All right, so I'm rolling nine. Yep, so three blue dice. Let's see. Oh, no, they got one over me. All right. Yeah, I got a three. So you are swinging around with that oar, yeah. and you actually knock away one of the, the fish, but as you knock one to the right, one comes at you from the left yep. and just latches onto your calf, ah, 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 ah. sinking its teeth into you. And the other set are going to go for... Reginald. Reginald. Three. Okay, Reginald uh, with his uh, defense is three, so plus four. Seven. Seven. So one, two, three. There it is. I'll keep that. <laughs> Four. Well, yeah, so you are... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah that was Defender three. wins. Uh, yeah, so you... Uh, yeah, yeah, one jumps for me, and uh, uh, there's some moves left in Reginald. He dodges left, dodge left, then he just slashes out one as one jumps up and cuts it in half, and he says, You can take my liberty, but I'll take your life! <laughs> and now, Craig. I am actually... What's the boat exactly look like? It's just an open-top boat? Yeah, it has, uh, towards the aft, which is the yep. back, it does have an enclosed area, mm-hmm. uh, So it's, but it's like barely even tall enough for someone to stand up in, mm-hmm. and then you have a fairly open area, at, or an entirely open area at the front, and there's also a small below-decks area. All right. Uh, I'm just going to take out my Swiss Army knife and prepare to stab fishes that come in my face. All right, so you're, you also want to do full defense. Full defense, yeah. Okay. Nobody's going after the fish. All right, back up to Jeremiah. If only we had a barrel. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> I hear it's very effective. Uh, all right, so Jeremiah, uh, he's going to... He's not a fighter, but frag, the, 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 the deck is starting to get full fish, so he's going he's gonna to take his oar and start uh, trying to whack fish off of, the, off of the deck and back into the water. Like, no, 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 get back in. You're going to drown in air. That's not how it works. <laughs> Bad still, fish. You're still worried about the fish. <laughs> Bad fish. They're trying to eat us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, to be fair, we came into their house. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so I would be, I guess, that brawl? It that? is not. It's I'm not going to. It's yeah, I don't, I don't think I have. It's melee. Like, yeah, technically it's melee. Yeah, te- which technically you do I don't have. have. We definitely so, do not have. Yeah. You're kicking. So, You're kicking him up. I'm kicking. Yeah, I guess if I'm kicking, I, I don't know. You if tell you me. kick, yeah, then I would count kicking as brawl. Sure. You know what? I'm also trying to dislodge the one that's attached to my thigh. There you so, go. <laughs> <laughs> the kicking, kicking the fish off the fi- off, off the boat is just incidental. To it's like ah, off, off, off. All right. All right. Roll so, for me. Uh, so sprawl. All right. So it's the one die. Will not go well. But one and uh, <laughs> they, I'm sure they got much better. I mean, since you're not actually trying to damage them, you're yeah, really, I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to get them back attack. in the water. Yeah, and so that actually just uses their natural defense, which is nothing. Right. So yeah, the one that was attached to you flies off, it flops back into the water. Uh, so <laughs> just just to just to take another bite <laughs> very shortly, I'm sure. Probably. And uh, Reginald. Oh yeah, Reginald. He's taking the fight to the enemy now. They they've uh, they've taken our territory, but don't worry. Reinforce the balls. 
Bows. Bows. Not okay. the balls. <laughs> Reinforce the balls. And they all look at me. I said bows. And then <laughs> I'm uh, slashing. I'm sli- I'm uh, grabbing my cane and ripping uh, the top off of it. And uh, it's actually a sword cane. And I'm slashing at one. So now I have a sword cane and a cavalry saber in both hands. And I'm just like slashing at him, uh, singing Pirates of Panzance. So uh, roll for it. Yes. Yes. Roll. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Cool. Oh yeah, a six. You roll ten dice with your your with, sword cane. Uh, yeah, I roll roll eight plus damage equals ten. Wow. Wow. Because here's the thing, I call I have something called bold attack, which I use charisma. Yes, it's there it goes. with melee attacks instead of dex. I made God. these characters, oh, yeah, yeah. and yet, yeah. Uh, what what'd you roll again? Six. Six. That's. I rolled a six. Yeah, you skewer a couple of fish. Aha, gentlemen! I got a few of the compatriots, and now we have dinner for tonight! And uh, now the d- severely diminished uh, schools of fish are going to attack. Uh, still one is coming for uh, Jeremiah. It's back. It has a taste for blood. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Oof. Uh, all right, so just my standard defense is five. Yes. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, no, only a two, so I took another two points of damage. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm down from health five to health three by No, health two by now. Oh, all right. Yeah, that took one, because I took one previously, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so minus one. All right, minus and two. then uh, I'm going to have this next group split up their attack. Uh, one is going to go towards Craig mm-hmm. with a Swiss Army knife. Three. That's one, two, three. A four. Yeah, you completely defend yourself from that. And Reginald, the rest of that school's coming after you with a two. Damn, Reginald got two, too. So Reginald's just dodging left and right. (laughs) You're not the first fish I fought. (laughs) (laughs) And now Craig. All right, so first shot is a two. Got him. Second shot is a two. Got him. All right. So, yeah, you pick off two more fish. And the uh, the the boat has continued to keep moving forward through all of this. And so, very shortly, you leave the churning water behind you. It is bright red and rather gory at this point from the fish that were uh, attacked uh, by, by Craig, especially. Because, uh, Reginald, I believe you skewered your fish and you're keeping them for dinner? Yes. Good job, Willard. So I will, and then he pops up. Yeah. There. Thank you, sir. Good. Where's the other two? I look towards the other. Uh, our, uh, is everybody in the boat? Uh, let's see. You know what? Because I did say I wanted to get rid of some of these NPCs. Uh, so you had two. Willard and then two. No, you, it, Willard and one other person. Oh, cool, yeah. a total of five. Sure. Uh, and as you are looking around, um, you see just a... They were wearing a, a, a wide-brimmed straw hat, and you just see the hat floating in the water with the pool of red coming up from below. Willard, good news. You got double the duties. Thank you, sir. All right. Do we, do we get his cut? No, of course not. That goes to his family. Oh, right. Yeah, that's important. Goddamn vultures. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, my character, he, he reaches out with his saber and plucks out the um, uh, the hat and says, I always remember. And I lean to the side and Willard whispers, 
Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I met him fighting along in the Great War. I, of course, could not lead, fight in the war I was leading. And he came to me one day and said, I want to go out on the battlefield like a man, like a gentleman. And I said to him, follow me and you will die. Like a gentleman. <laughs> like a gentleman. Sure, these weren't soldiers or man or even mammals. But in a way, isn't that more poetic? Gentlemen, let's do this for Keith. And then I, I put Keith's like hat on top of like like a flagpole or whatever we have like hanging over as some sort of mural or whatever. I like it. Point to you for the beautiful eulogy. And Craig, get a point for being rather ghoulishly greedy. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, Je- Jeremiah comes comes around from, from the back of the uh, the boat with uh, one last... Because uh, he's, he's hurt. Like, that one last brown still, like, clinging to us. Like, ah, 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 and it swims off into the... It swims off into the river. Those were angry fish. I, I think I need to go lay down now. He looks very pale. Right, he's down. To, he's no down worry, to do no, help. We were in their territory, so it's fine. Yeah, no, we're not, not near their territory. Don't, don't yeah. you worry. I, uh, my Annabelle was uh, a nurse during the uh, Second Anglo-African War, so I'm going to, I'm going to assist him. If uh, you got medicine, right? I, uh, yeah, actually, technically, yes. I have seven, seven, and you first have aid. Yeah. Do you have medicine? Nope, but I have jack of all trades. You ignore the untrained skill penalty for any general skill. Hmm. But, yeah, but in order assist, to assist uh, somebody, you need to have a four in that skill. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought that was yeah. the jack of all trades. No, it's yeah. all right. He's, no, he's, so he's, you, uh, you can try to help. Yeah, no, no, Jeremiah's, no. Jeremiah's going to go into the you know, below decks or wherever mm-hmm. and uh, just start patching himself up. Yeah. So. so to do that, roll first aid. All right. And for every success you roll, you get to you get to heal it. Technically, it's supposed to go from lethal to non-lethal, yeah. but that's more bookkeeping than I feel like doing for a one-shot. All right, uh, that's cocked, I guess. But your call if that's a two I'll, or yeah. I'll allow it. All right, so that's three total. So I guess I heal back my three. There you go. All right, nice. beautiful. I don't have a lot of hit points, but at least I get them back quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, yeah, he, he takes, it takes him like half an hour or something, but he comes back like all patched up and a pretty nicely done job. Like he clearly like had some kind of medical training. Well, not a lot there, Jeremiah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, when you guys return, uh, you smell something, uh, smells kind of good. Uh, apparently, uh, 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 Reginald has been preparing, uh, the fish, uh, using, he, he had brought a briefcase full of spices. And yeah, just he's just uh, this is a recipe I learned from a man in uh, Constantinople. Nice, I have a slice of that. Absolutely, enjoy yourself, gentlemen. This is going to be a memory memory of the feast before the folly. Jeremiah, uh, yeah, also kind of gives him a, a look and then just sits down at the bike. This feels. Slightly like revenge, I guess. It just <laughs> takes a bite. I mean, if that's, is that one of the ones that bitch you? Technically, you're eating part of yourself. That's that, that, that gives it the kick. You're putting it back in the body. What was taken has now been regained. It's not how that works. <laughs> I think this might have been the one that bit you. <laughs> so is that, uh, tell, tell us, uh, Billy, how does it taste? Uh, like is it is it cooked well? Is it? Uh, you know, oh, so I get, can I just tell you? you like, yeah, there is not a cooking skill, so you tell me. You no, have no, re, no. Re, Reginald's actually <laughs> uh, Reginald is surprisingly 
it tastes fantastic, honestly. Like you, it doesn't look like the presentation is off. You guys are eating all out of like a like a hat and stuff. Uh, but when you actually put it in your mouth, it tastes a little bit like there's like a little bit of mango t- uh, flavoring in there. It's a little spicy at the end. Uh, definitely, he's gotten some um, uh, some of the local spices from like the, the the city, the town they were just in. But no, this is probably the best piranha you've ever had. It might be the only piranha you've ever had, but it's very good. Well, if you ever quit going off on adventures, you can be a hell of you can be a hell of a chef. Not well, my Annabelle, she could not cook to save her life. I, I assure you, she she once was held hostage, and they gave her back because she could not cook. And I said to myself, if I wanted to grow to the strapping young man that I am, I would have to feed myself. And saying that she was known to be stuck in her her studies all day, she would have just drifted away and and go. I'd find her as a skeleton. So I made it my my duty to to feed my wife because she was that important. I I decided that it, it was a, it was a skill that I should definitely invest in. Well, in good investment. All right. Uh, now, 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 ladies. Now, this is what I've kept from the papers. You see, we are not going the standard route. You see, I was speaking with the mayor, and he, after supplying him with a decent chunk of cash, has claimed that uh, where he claims the artifacts were found, that's actually a a mistruth. Instead, Mm. we're going another. There's a a channel that breaks away uh, about three clicks that way. That... That is where the relics were discovered, along the shoreline. According to him, keep your eyes open and prepare to be splendid. So he provided you with a map, right? Of course! Angela, I'm going to pay you a plot point. All right. Of course he did. Of course, I am not an ignorant man, and he places uh, down a map. It's it's definitely it, it's a high quality map, uh, but it's not like on paper. It's like on uh, like, a, like a fleece. Uh, like a gold fleece, it's very kind of old, uh, but there are new, a new, there's a new marking along with like a, with a ink some uh, from someone's hand as they've drawn a, a, like a channel that doesn't appear on the map. Yeah. But he he claims that this is a new route that just opened up. So yeah. I'm assuming the mayor wanted to keep this to himself. What made you convince him to give it to you? Money, <laughs> <laughs> money. I mean, here that. For one thing, uh, he uh, gold is delightful, but uh, the, the, the true, uh, the, the true way to happiness is cash. And he was very uh, quiet, and, and of course, I had to invest in his uh, daughter's uh, studies. She apparently is some sort of artist, and I had to agree that she would be allowed to join one of the universities that I am donating to, and as well as pay enough money to get his son out of jail. <laughs> Yeah, so as soon as the map was presented and Jeremiah saw it, it was like an older, like, you know, map. Like, his eyes lit up like sparkles, like anime sparkles. Like, <laughs> yeah, he immediately just <laughs> takes the map. And he's like, oh, this is, yeah, he's, 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 you've lost him. Is it okay, Angela, if I let the map thing? Yeah. I just, <laughs> no, I, I, I love it. I like the idea of, like, not just, like, where are we going? Don't know. We're just driving down the river. <laughs> that away. That away. To adventure. Yeah. So this guy actually does a little bit more research. Yeah, there's, than there's, his. there's there's a reason he stayed alive this long. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's a legit map. It's a legit map. Okay. According, to, well, it's an old map, and the guy pointed out and said this is the this is a new channel that uh, uh, breaks away from the river. Okay. 
So, yes, Jeremiah, as you are studying the map, uh, by all indications, this is authentic. The the hide that it is uh, painted on is... You, you've seen other artifacts from this area. You know, again, as Reginald said, it is older, but it all it all checks out. It all makes sense. Yeah. You can read this map perfectly. Yeah, yeah no, he's just taking notes. I guess this he's actually more interested in the map as an archaeological object than as a map. So he's like, he's taking notes. I guess this llama or is this panther? I I have no way of telling, but it's fascinating. Yeah, and yeah, so he's that's that's what he's going to be doing until we get attacked by piranhas again. Yeah. <laughs> I I am checking over the whole, make sure there was no damage from the piranha attack. Oh, very good, very good. And as you are are looking around, there's definitely some cosmetic damage. Uh, you actually can pull some piranha teeth out of the railing, mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, no damage. Okay. But very smart. I like it. Yeah. So I'm just going to. Uh, Instead of sleeping down below, you actually see uh, Willard preparing a bed for me. It's like an old-fashioned, like, uh, something that you would expect, like, from the Great War. It's, it's a bag you roll, unroll. There's a small little pillow that's attached to it. And he lays down, and he prepares himself to sleep. He's like, gentlemen, I'll be sleeping under the stars tonight. And in the morning, when we reach that turn in the river, that fork in the river, prepare yourself for wonders. No, don't worry. I am a sound sleeper. You have nothing to worry about. And then he lays his head down and <laughs> <laughs> like clear has sleep apnea. <laughs> like, oh my god, that he he probably invested in the first machine if he could. <laughs> I thank goodness he's sleeping outside so that the rest of you can have some peace inside. And it's got to be good defense against predators, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the, the forest has been cleared for miles now. <laughs> yeah, I go downstairs and uh, if it turns to nighttime, set up my hammock and get some rest. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a hurricane pipe? A hurricane pipe is just a very fancy smoking pipe. Oh, okay, so it's a, a very high quality, uh, high quality pipe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Up to you whether that's something that you saved for. It could be an heirloom that mm-hmm. you refused to hawk. Fair. You could have stolen it. Yeah. I don't know you. It, yeah, I stole it. Yeah, uh, not the indeed. This is not actually just summon hurricanes. <laughs> no, it's it's something I I, I gained during one of my assignments. I uh, fell off the back of someone's body, and <laughs> <laughs> and I I take a f- few p- thank you. I take a few puffs outside, e- despite the sleep apnea happening around me, and then go back downstairs on the hammock and get some sleep. In spite or because, <laughs> like I'll just sit here for a few hours. <laughs> I'm going to be like that panther and just run away. <laughs> Jeremiah, anything else? Uh, Jeremiah's had a long day. Uh, he's he's made some discoveries. He's uh, been lunch. He's had lunch. It's <laughs> just lots of lunch related activity. And uh, yeah, he's he's just going straight to hammock. Yeah, uh, Reginald uh, Willard is going to be manning it, and then Reginald has demanded that he wake him up in six hours so he could take over the driving. Okay. So good because Willard needs to sleep. All right. In six hours, Reginald, you are poked. Yeah, and he sits up like immediately. Ah! Um, takes a sword and kills <laughs> Willard. <laughs> he sits up and he grabs his like it, it's a gentleman's uh, gown and he just like rips it open, kind of like it's like a tearaway pants. Gives it to him and he's just dressed, ready to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about what was happening next. Yeah, he's just, just how yeah. eccentric is this old man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we've anchored off. So like he walks behind like a little screen. He. Uh, 
poor uh, Willard has to like grab like it's a uh, one of those flower uh, waterers. Mm-hmm. Oh, a watering can. Water can puts it in the water, then like holds it over him. He like does a little shower spin, gets dressed, and then yeah, he's he's going to take over the boat. And you guys might wake up. Well, if you didn't wake up to the apnea snores, <laughs> you might not wake up to this. But he's again singing some opera to, uh, loudly as he's sailing down the river, <sighs> and he he wanted to wake up so he could be the one to make the turn towards the uh, the fork. Okay. It was very important for him. Uh, all right. I do have I do have drive, so don't worry, people. <laughs> so just as the first light is very faintly filtering through the jungle canopy, you see the fork in the river. There's a fork in the road, a branch in the river, a fork I'm in the road. Positive, this song did not exist yet. Yeah, it should not exist. It was made for like the 1990s. It's like a kid special song. Yeah. So yes, you you see the the fork, and you are I, since you paid for the map. I'm not going to make you roll to make sure you've got the right spot. You can read the map. You can follow it. You found it, and you're able to make the turn. So as I'm turning towards the river, there's a monkey sitting on like a little boulder, and we just kind of lock eyes, and it's just chewing on like a mango or some sort of uh, fruit, and it just gives me a knowing nod. And my <laughs> character kind of squints as it. Squints at him as we just keep on going yeah. past it. Very good. Yeah, Jeremiah's not a morning person. He's he he first of all did not sleep well thanks to the the the, the mysterious sounds of the jungle, <laughs> uh, and uh, and so he's he's kind of like on the back of the boat. He's not even looking forward. He's like near the back of the boat. I'm gonna say we we managed to get like some some coffee somewhere. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like from, we we from, brought from, some beans from metal and, yeah. from a metal can. Yeah, exactly from a metal can. Yeah. He, like he made it over a little whatever heater. You know, we we managed to figure out. And uh, yeah, he's just kind of sitting there. Nursing a cup of black coffee, his eyes bloodshot. Oh, dear, my, my wife had uh, insomnia, too. I'd find her all the way at the other end of the manor, <laughs> laying across her desk. It was dreadful. I, but you can't rely on coffee to keep you through this adventure. The only thing you could do is cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, uh, coming out from the bottom is uh, Craig. He looks very fresh, like he had a nice, wonderful sleep. And you begin to think there's something more besides tobacco in that, those hurricane, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hurricane pipes. Uh, yeah. How's everyone doing? That's delightful. Uh, we, we have made the turn on the branch in the river. All right. Perfect. So how long until we reach the city? Or at least a spot where the gold was. No idea. They, 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 well, the spot for the gold, they say it's about three miles into this channel. But other than that, there's no sign of any ruins. There's no sign of any, any anything on this route. So other we, than, do we just go there, go to that spot and just make camp until we figure it out? No. We let destiny lead us. Does destiny have a better map? Destiny pays your bills, so bad when you stop questioning. Well, fuck <laughs> <away> Destiny! <laughs> destiny pays your bills. <laughs> I've forgotten how much I love Hex. <laughs> and you are sailing a couple of miles up the the Amazon River. Again... Come sail away. Come sail away. Come sail away with me. Sail! Sail! You see a cat try to jump for a branch and it just misses. <laughs> Falls in the water. No! <laughs> it's like, oh boy. I don't remember the melody. Like, and he pokes his head up from like the bush and he crawls across the branch. <laughs> 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 
Boom! And then all the piranhas. All the piranhas go. Oh my god. Angela loves this gif of a cat jumping. No, it's not a gif. It has to be the the vine because you need to have the song. It's a it's a vine. I don't know exactly. I need to see this apparently. Just look. Just look up. It's called Sail Cat. Yeah, Sail Cat. Yeah, S A I L Cat. It's amazing. So you have sailed a couple of miles down the river. And I need everyone to now give me a perception check of four. Oh, I am not making this no matter what, but might as well roll. Because that's a, you can always spend points. Four, exactly. Nah. Two. Two. Jeremiah, as you are, are you once again just staring? And the, the coffee has had time to kick in. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's more awake now, so he's probably made his way back to the front because he is very curious mm-hmm. to see what we'll find. Although what he's expecting is an... You know, at best, uh, some ruins that he can explore. Mm-hmm. But so, but he's back near the front of the boat watching. It is uh, not ruins mm-hmm. that you first spot. Instead, you see a glint on the shore as the trees, uh, leaves above you sway in the tropical breeze. Uh, it just it just catches your eye yeah. at first, and then it keeps glimmering, and you see a couple of more. Huh. It's gold. Holy crapola! Look at language. Oof. I, I could have used much worse words because is that there's not supposed to be anything metal out here. That looks a hell of a lot like gold. Craig is right next to you. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like a cloud of brimstone. <laughs> yeah, and I'm right there if like I have one of those old fashioned like telescopes or sure. uh, yeah, telescopes. Viewing port, yeah. spyglass. Yeah, it's the spyglass, and I like I, I pull it out and like, oh yes, Willard, Willard, move towards the shore. The hunt begin. Holy heck, that's that's gold. And Willard is is piloting the ship, the boat, really, uh, to the shore. Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, delightful, delightful. Now, Doctor, gold is one thing, but we're looking for the lost city of El Dorado. El Dorado. I need you to focus on the historical find. That that is where the true power comes from. I mean, of course, no. It's just fast. I mean, that even looks refined. I, as far as I can tell, it's not just raw ore. It's yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're getting close. Is it like mm-hmm. refined? Or I mean, if it, it, if it's shiny, yeah. it's not just raw. Right, okay. Ore, yeah. So, so, so what, a, what? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. getting close. I'm trying so brushing some as off. the the. Boat uh, pulls up to the the shore, and Willard hops off and, and ties it off. And you know you're able to kind of run the the boat up onto the shore, so you can hop right mm-hmm. off into the the sand. And yes, Jeremiah, you can tell immediately that this is not a natural gold nugget. Yeah. It has been. Uh, it looks like it's been chipped off of something man made. It's mm-hmm. not like it was just this perfectly refined gold nugget. Yeah. You can see kind of a chisel mark yeah, yeah, yeah. on it where it was chopped off from something else. Uh, but there's several of them just kind of scattered along the, the shore here. And yes, going deeper into the jungle. Right. Yeah. yeah. As soon as we got off the boat, like, Jeremiah's immediately going for one of them, but just kind of picking it up and examining. Like, he clearly is just like, yep. oh, and the it's, chisel it's marks. Small. And, it's yeah. like, it's about the size of one of their Yeah, but still, he's like, just like looking at like the chisel, like, this is clearly being worked. Like, I mean, I can't be 100% certain, but tools? I don't know how advanced. Stone, maybe even brass. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's I, lost in his I own. I think we should take some of the artifacts world. of the boat to, to protect them for right now. Good job. Yep, right, just put, grab them and put them yep. in the boat. Willard, help me out here. 
Willard will come over yep. and, and help scoop up some gold. Yep. Yeah, I'm. Uh, perhaps it is uh, some part of a, a stoneworks. I mean, they said that the streets were made of gold in Eldorado. Perhaps this was these were uh, what's left of a, a vast road. I mean, I don't. It just it sounds unbelievable, but it's proof of something. So you said this was like more chips are leading yes. into yeah. Yeah, so I at first we like we start trying to collect some of these like gold nuggets, and sometimes we even try to put them together to see if they make anything. But after a while, yeah. I just yeah. drop it, and I'm just walking, following the trail, uh, okay. like completely. Dis- after a while, there's only so much you can do with a gold coin. I mean, my goodness. Right? <laughs> yeah, Craig, how much can you do with gold nuggets? Hmm? Well, it depends on what part of the market you're talking about. If you go to the, <laughs> if you keep it in the South America, there's several cities which will take the gold and transfer it over. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm rambling. Craig has already taken the boat back, <laughs> on his way back to sell this stuff. Right. I mean, as, 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 no, I'm not, I don't, I wouldn't, no, I'm not, I, I didn't grab any gold. And you're just like completely like, like Oompa Loompa or no, like no, as, as you're heading, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. First off, I'm your security. I don't want you dying because you're still paying my bills. All right, of course. So, secondly, okay, admittedly, Gold. A little weird. But it could be from a mine or something. Some illegal operation happening in the jungle. Craig. Craig. El Dorado is a city made completely of gold. How practical is that? It's not about practicality. It's about sending a, a message through to your legacy. It is a, a marvel of engineering. Why were the pyramids built? It is to honor a greatness... That is beyond words, and that is what El Dorado is, is to honor a people for 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 all their history that might have been forgotten. There's still El Dorado to tell their story. This road, this gold chips, are perhaps part of that history. All right. And I will walk to it to find the story that awaits me. All right, all right fine, fine. How about, for now... For a few minutes, for like an hour, we could just collect these artifacts on the boat, and then we follow the trail towards what may possibly be El Dorado. Tremble, the entire city is made of gold. These little trinkets are delightful. If you want to stay for the trinkets, you could take that as your payment. I, on the other hand, have a few buildings to find. Fine. You're lucky to pay the bills, you son. But I, I liked that debate. So more points for you guys. Yeah. Actually, a lot more respectful than that last one was. Last time I was just like, I want it all! But now it's like, no, this guy's all about legacy. Yep. Which is my actually my motivation. Yes, it is. I read that. Good job. Nice. All right. So you head off into the jungle. And Craig, I knew pointed out that you are security. You need to keep the guy signing the paycheck alive. So I stay in front. So you stay in front. Yep. And, uh, uh, Reginald, are you uh, br- filled with bravado? Got your saber out again? Or how are, how are you trekking through this jungle? Uh, I'm taking it, uh, slow because I am an old man. So I, I don't want to, I, I, I am, I do get winded, but I don't want to show that I get winded. Mm-hmm. So I'm letting people cut, you know, like cut the, the, the trees in front of me, the brush, all that stuff. Yeah. That's what Willard is doing. He's probably up uh, alongside Craig. So Craig, you're there to make sure no jaguars are jumping out at you. And Craig is doing the work with the machine. Machete of chopping uh, through Willard. trees. Sorry, Willard is there doing the work chopping through trees with a machete. Uh-huh. And uh, Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah's bringing up the rear because he, he appreciates the relatively slow pace because he's just 
looking at everything and all, you know, like pausing and checking to see if he finds other gold chips or, or any other kind of, uh, artifact from whatever civilization might have been here. So yeah, he's, he's, he's archaeologizing. Give me an academics role. Right. There's no difficulty on this. It's just see, like, see what how finds. much you discover. Yeah. Uh, can track. I roll the academics as well? You don't have academics. But I have, uh, jack of all trades. I can ignore on all untrained It's not skill a general penalties. skill. Yeah. It's untrained skill penalty. Oh, in for general, what, what's, yeah. what's general two, skill? Yeah. Academics is one of those specialized skills where oh. you can't, where normally you can't just take academics or engineering or science. Okay, no, um, I'm done. But he has a special talent that allows him to take academics as a general skill. So that's skill. a five. Five, very good. So you are studying these uh, nuggets as you are walking around. And, and as you're walking through the jungle, you can still pick some up off of the ground. Yeah. Uh, you've probably, you may not have picked all of them up because no. for one thing, Craig has probably grabbed yeah. some. Also, he, he's, he's picking up, like, he's already devising his head like a, a categorization system. Yeah, exactly. So he's only picking up certain specimens. And I'm yeah. taking the rest and putting them in my fifth belt, belt pouch <laughs> now, just attaching that sucker. You're going to fall into a water and drown and drown. <laughs> like, you're, you're that guy at the end. <laughs> of uh, the, the the Jungle Book, the, the, the live action Jungle Book uh, movie from the nineties. Wow, yeah, there is a callback. Yeah. By the way, my favorite movie of all time from the nineties. Okay, that. all right. Uh, so you've probably passed at least a hundred of these nuggets at this point, and uh, as you are you know, choosing which you're going to look at, you're beginning to notice some recurring patterns on them and the the designs. So mm-hmm. they're not just Pure, like plain gold nuggets. They do have decorative mm-hmm. uh, designs on them. Uh, they seem to be more patterns than anything representative, but you're beginning to find like, oh, these are the zigzaggy patterns. Yeah. These are the wavy patterns, that sort of thing. So you can, you're, you're beginning to, to discover things like that. Yeah. Uh, you can also tell, uh, and this comes from your, really your archaeology training from, from different times that you've had to venture into wild places like this that the area that you are walking through is definitely overgrown you definitely need that machete from willard but less overgrown than the areas around you so this was once a path but it's probably been 50 years maybe since anyone else has come through here makes sense yeah, he points that out. It's like this is fascinating. This is it was clearly a, a usable path. I mean, look at the like, look at the height of the trees around this area versus the height of, around there, and the kind of look. The, the the undergrowth is not nearly as thick. This was a path once. I'm gonna say it's decades, maybe fifty fifty to a hundred years at most. I told you that this was uh, the way to find El Dorado. Way to something, anyway. Yeah, what he said. All right. Night is falling by the time you see the first signs of civilization, but it is an ancient civilization. The jungle has attempted to reclaim this part of the Amazon, but the signs of a once great city are still there, with a half-buried steppe pyramid in the center. The only entrance appears to be at the top of that pyramid, 20 feet above you. So how much gold are we talking? None. Stone pyramid. It is a stone pyramid. The uh, vines and overgrowth are over stone buildings and stone walls. Huh. Well, I'm sure that this is just just some sort of waiting room. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, as you consider that. It's getting night. Maybe we should consider getting up there and resting. Up, 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 up
up the stairs. I'm sure we can make it up to the temple and yeah. see what's inside. And, yeah. and if not, it, it would be a good vantage point. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, be careful going in. I mean, it's also very good shelter. The animals around here have certainly probably noticed it. Don't worry. Nancy and Lucy, have we, we got this taken care of. Have we seen much many animals around uh, Like as we approached? Uh, yes, yes. And in fact, uh, as as uh, Jeremiah brings up the idea of the animals seeking shelter around here, because it is nightfall, you start hearing the screeching of bats, yeah. and a flock of bats fly out of the center of the pyramid. Oh, perfect. It's now vacant. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be full of backwater, isn't it? Uh, actually, that's quite the lucrative business I hear these days. And, yeah, actually, that's pretty true. And we're, yeah, we are absolutely climbing. Okay. You see Craig looking at one of his bags and goes like, bad corner versus gold. As he's walking upstairs. So- All right. So it is, I, the, these are fairly steep steps because it is a step pyramid uh, that goes up 20 feet. So I need everybody to roll me athletics. If you have the climbing specialty, I don't know if any of you chose that character. There must have been somebody else. All right. So just roll me athletics difficulty three. Oh, boy. Three. Three. Uh, athletics. Three. Hey. Nice. Very nice. We all just made it. There you go. How did, so, how did Willard do? How did Willard do? <laughs> Eaten by piranhas. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, get, we'll give Willard a chance. Yep. So Willard rolled a two, but uh, in this case, it is not that he... I want to pay. He, he does okay. I'll pay him an extra uh, all right. point. All right. We, he gets a three as well. Sure. Good Good on Willard. All right. Yeah, I, it was just going to be he would lose some. No, nope, but yeah, no, no. I want Willard to. He, he, we all make it. There's no embarrassment here. All we're right. all we're all a team. Yep. We are a team. So you reach the uh, the top of the pyramid, and when you uh, look down, or when you reach the top, you do find that there is, of course, an opening where the bats came through. It's about uh, ten feet square opening at the top of this pyramid and um, when you look down it goes into a wide empty room yep there's some bat guano down there <sighs> a fair amount these bats have this colony has been here for a while uh, but other than the bat guano the room is completely empty uh, except there is a pillar in the center of the room and on the top of the pillar is a gold bust Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, get the rope. Yes, sir. So you said we have to climb down a little bit to get to it? Yes, it's probably a good 10 feet down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, my character, yeah, he's uh, he's securing the rope. Will is securing the rope, and my character will be the first to try to climb down, unless someone wants to, like, jump down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can wait. Can you, Mr. Greedy? I mean, it's a gold bust. You found some nuggets. This is like a, a head-sized bust. Craig starts stretching his legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't get it for stretching. Oh, right. Fair enough. You don't get it for stretching. preparing. Yeah. And as you're preparing over here, Sale! As I jump down, hopefully to the top of the pillar. Oh, you want to jump right on top? I'm going to try to do it. All right, if you want to, if you want to aim, yep. I need an athletics roll. Okay. That's a very small part that you're aiming for. I'm using two of these points. So uh, let's make this difficulty four. All right. One, two, three, four. All right. You perch right on top of this, uh, this pillar. Uh like having to like spider monkey your way on to not fall off of this and um yeah so 
Like, do you land on top of the head? Or are you just on next on the pillar next to I'm it? I'm going to pillar next to it. Okay. So it's there's not a lot of extra space for you there, but you're able to, to there, balance. There's a moment where I'm, 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 my hands are waving. Oh, 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 okay. 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 It's not like the floor is lava, you <laughs> dimwit. I'm climbing down my rope. Oh, I'll be really embarrassed. Is there lava at the bottom? <laughs> there is no lava. There's no lava. Oh, oh, no, no, my story. Yeah, so I, I, I get to the bottom, and then I'm just like using my cane to walk towards the pillar. But of course, Jesus is there first. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, and Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah, yeah, he follows along the rope. He's not going to jump. He's no, <laughs> no. And Willard ties off the the rope so that he can also climb down with yeah. you. Oh yeah, so. Uh, uh, don't touch it yet. Uh, uh, make sure the I want the archaeologist to look it over first. Make sure your uh, it's uh, it won't fall apart in our hands. And more importantly, Willard, bring out the case. And Willard, behind him, pulls off. A, you noticed that he was carrying a rather large case on his back. Um, and he, and the first thing you notice is he sets it down, and then he pulls out, like, a tripod that's, like, connected to the case, sets it up, opens it up, and it's actually an old-fashioned camera. Well, and not old-fashioned at this point. Oh, yeah, no. It is the <laughs> latest dig- – this is a digital experience. <laughs> <laughs> it is a camera. And he gets behind, like, the camera. He has a little curtain. Like, this is a made-to-go camera. And uh, – uh, Get off – get down no, from the front. Fine, fine, fine. I just wanted to make sure – you know, never mind. Everybody, stand in front. Uh, professor, is it is it fine? Of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Sure. Okay, everybody, prepare for a picture. Willard, how is the lighting? It's a little dim in here, sir. Uh, you torches, and yeah, we we get some torches. Yeah. and we hold them up. You have the stuff to make torches and mood lighting. Everybody, look dignified. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? So yeah, we, we, we there is a. I'm fine, sir. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Willard. <laughs> Talking to my future ladies. There's a blinding light. <laughs> like, uh, like you know how they, you guys, it, it's, this is an old camera. You guys are used to like, you, you know there's a flash, but no one's ever prepared for the flash. <laughs> these things. So it is just a blinding poof right in our faces. Yeah. Yep. And uh, in fact, it is so blinding. I need everybody to give me an athletics roll to stay on your feet. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I doomed us. Uh, and in fact, uh, everyone's at a minus two for this. Oh, so no. remove two dice. Oh, no. What's the difficulty? The difficulty is two. Nope. Just I'm, one. I'm feeling lucky. Three. Three? Two, actually. Two. One. Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, Jeremiah's expression while he was about to take the picture was kind of just vaguely bemused, like, huh? <laughs> and, uh, and then that happens. And as the flash goes off in your face, you flail back a bit. Ah! I'm going to try to grab him. Grab him? What? Grab him? Yeah, but he's tr- he said he's falling off, right? Uh, well, no, he's not falling off. Oh, he's just... You're next, you're oh, next sorry. to the pillar. Sorry, you're right, never mind. Um, okay. So you're not in danger of, of falling okay. off of anything, oh, just want to be sure. but the bust is in danger of yeah. falling off I try off to grab something. the bust. <laughs> <laughs> and as your hand flails back, Jeremiah, you elbow the bust. It no. begins to fall. Absolutely, Craig. No. Dive for I dive it. for it. What do I, do I need to roll anything? Or do I just... No, this is cool. D- right, describe so diving for no. it slow-mo. Uh, I turn my head as I slowly see uh, uh, Jerry's hands. Jerry or Jeremiah? Jeremiah. Jer- oh, I slowly see Jerry's hair, uh, Jeremiah's hair sla- right. uh, slap the mask, and I see it just start to tumble. I'm like, no. This slow motion. And I just 
die for the mask. No! And I grab it and I go, no! And I tell him, I'm like, ow! <laughs> and you get a face full of bat guano. Oh. <laughs> and since your mouth is open, say, no! It's in my mouth! It's in my mouth! Oh! Oh. I, just, I just want to imagine that, like, the picture that comes out after this is literally, like, like you know, like, Billy's character is, like, they're all dignified. And then just, like, they're kind of just, like, fl- falling back. Like, uh, Craig just, like, leaping over. I love it. It's, like, frozen it's motion. Exactly and Angela, uh, if out of, you know, just uh, out of amusement, if it's okay, like... You you hit the ground, swallowed by guano. There's a clink and a clacker of just us falling and like you know a little bit disarray. Then I just hear like the leathery hands of like uh, of clapping of, and I look up and it's that monkey. Just, <laughs> it's just sitting there with it's like little it's apple or it's pear or mango whatever, just staring down and it looks amused. Is that a? Is that a, oh? Is that a monkey? And. Wow. Above the sound of clapping, actually, you also start hearing a cracking and groaning sound. The pillar that the bust was on seems to start growing taller out of the ground. But then you also realize that the hole that you entered where that monkey is, the monkey's growing smaller. My God, it could shrink. (laughs) Close your mouth, everyone. (laughs) It's not that the pole is rising, it's that the floor is beginning to sink. Oh, no, 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 what? I'm running for the rope. Run yep. for the rope. Same But here. as you leap for it, oh. it is going, the I like to sinking. imagine that I do grab it, the monkey just hits it and just falls there off. There you go. Damn you! Reggie. No, damn you. Archibald. Pogo. Reginald, I hope to God the floor isn't lava when, when this finishes. What, what have you done, you fool? I haven't done anything! I was saving our prize! I'm kind of looking around trying to figure out what we can do to... So we're just sinking. The floor is sinking. It is getting faster. Yep. Uh, it's starting to be difficult to keep your footing, and the noise is nearly deafening. Uh, thankfully, I'm already on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of holding on for dear life yeah. at this point. And soon you can no longer see the monkey or the entrance. You can't see the top of the pillar. Uh, I need everyone to give me another perception roll. Difficulty five. That is a one. Nope, only a three. I see. I'm going to spend uh, two of my points. Well, there you go. Probably not going to make it, but ah, three. So as the floor is descending rapidly, faster and faster, uh, you start to hear a whining sound. You hear you, There's the, the groaning and the, the creaking of stone rubbing against stone, and then a high-pitched, almost mechanical whining. And the walls had been rather uh, plain beforehand, and just as that whining starts, you notice uh, the slits in the wall. They're five feet tall, about three feet from the outer wall. So you're in a 10 foot square. Uh, and so you've got two vertical slits on one side and two vertical slits on the other side. I need everybody to roll me their defense. Oh boy. Minus one. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, nice knowing you guys. Uh, <coughs> I mean, I got... Oh, difficulty is five. Oh no. I got one. I got two. One. Difficult- two. Ooh, difficulty five. You know what? I'm spending a point. Let's increase this a little. A four. All right. So subtract 
uh, whatever successes you got from five, the resulting number is how much damage you take uh, as two giant, or is my note here? Uh, two giant circular serrated blades erupt from the wall, cutting directly across the room. And cutting off uh, Reginald's head. What? I'm dead. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I mean, I just took five. Like, it, I am way past my health. What is your health? Five. Oh, no. So you're only at zero. No, okay. Well, okay. and you you had one success. Uh, okay, okay. So, so four. four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're, 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 oh, so you're covered yeah. in blood. Okay, I got it. So, I mean, it's it, it hurt you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, so the, the saws, the saw blades uh, cut across the room. All of you are hit. Ow, 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 ow. Are we still, we're still moving? Then the floor is still moving. Yeah. (laughs) Popley Adventures, we're bleeding out. (laughs) Hey, this is Angela from the Fandible Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you want to hear more, remember to go to Fandible.com. We have a long backlog of games, and at Fandible, we believe there is a game for every voice, so we know that you'll find something else enjoyable there. If you want even more of us, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Facebook as Fandible. And if you really want to support us, check us out on Patreon. We use the funds from there to buy new games, keep our equipment up to date, and go to cons, and you get great bonus material like early access to games or access to our private Discord where you can hang out with other Fandible fans. Either way, thanks so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you again next week.